Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 297 of Hobby Addicts. That's right, you are not hearing Mitsugi's lovely vocal cords coming through your eardrums, which means one thing、uh, we killed him again. How many times have we killed him by now? Yeah, he dies a lot. <laughs> we probably killed him. This is probably the, the third he's like time, a cat. probably. You know, he's got multiple lives, so don't feel bad about it. If you are new to the Hobby Addicts, normally Mits is the one who does. All the work, all the prep, but nope, not today. It's just Caroline and myself enjoying a somewhat warm, it's kind of chilly, gonna be warm again,、uh, northeast winter. It's、uh, cold enough to not want to、yes. go outside. That's、yes. basically it. But、uh, how did we kill Mitsugi this time? What was the, what was the modus operandi?、Um, let's see, what was he doing last week for Hobby Addicts? I felt like he was playing video games. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna say、uh, we guilted him into、games. reading and it just gave him an aneurysm. Like, just seeing all those words、oh, without、yeah. seeing、um, just anime girls behind it just like confused his brain and his synapses overfired. And he just, the, the rush of blood of,、oh, of、yeah. learning and knowledge just overflooded him and <laughs> he withered away. Smoke. Smoke was literally coming out of his ears. It was kind of like a cartoon, but we were a little freaked out by that, but not so freaked out that we couldn't exactly, dispose exactly. of the body. His, 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 his man crush,、uh, Brady, finally retired from the NFL, and he just <laughs> he had to take a long walk or <laughs> off a short deck, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, so we have two, <laughs> we have two ways that he <laughs> died on, today. <laughs> exactly, we <laughs> couldn't help it.、Dying. At some point, you're just on a roll. You just got to keep on killing. And、uh, oh, well, and speaking of killing,、um, I'm going to be talking about a show called well, Murder you know Mill.、What? So I think that's the perfect thing. I was going to say, I, I, we don't need to lead the horse and show people what we're going to talk or not talk about.、Uh, let's just jump right into it. Tell me, Caroline, what the heck is Murder Mill?、Yeah. Okay, so it's a new show that came out on Netflix literally a few Ooh, days ago. Hot. Hot, but、so、hot. I heard about it. Yeah, definitely so hot.、Um, but I heard about this show like last month、uh, that, that it was going to be coming out, and automatically I was sold on it. I was so excited to watch this. So basically, this show is a comedy crime show where they have,、um, they basically. Improvise their way through the entire episode. I mean, there are some parts that are definitely scripted, but here's the thing. So, we got the main character. His name is Detective Terry Seattle.、Um, he's played by Will Arnett, and he is like the main character. He has,、uh, he, he is leading his celebrity guest star, who is his new trainee detective partner in every episode. There are six episodes, and each one has a different celebrity partner who is playing themselves. They are not playing a character,、uh, and they are not given a script. So they're so playing. The episode, so they're not playing themselves playing a detective. Like they're playing themselves. No. As if they were a guest. But they are. They are. Detective. Okay. Them. They are like, they're, like they are them. But they have to basically improvise their way through the show,、uh, deal with Detective Terry Seattle's antics, and、uh, figure out who killed the person that they are investigating in each episode.、Um, they're like half an hour long. They're not too long, and there's six episodes. And I believe the first episode was with、uh, Conan O'Brien. So, I mean, I was already kind of interested to see how this would go because、okay. he is a comedian. 
Um, and so, yeah, a lot of it, like there are, there is certain information that is scripted, like that has to happen because they are dropping hints with every suspect that they talk to in this show. There's three suspects and uh, the way the show works, you can definitely try to figure out who the murder is along with the celebrity guest. Like, say there is a murder and a coffee cup is left at the scene. And if you happen to see that coffee cup in the background of the um, of one of the suspects interviews, then you can probably tell like, oh, they drink mm-hmm. that same coffee. Then they're they might be the murderer kind of thing. So it's kind of interesting in that way. It's not like too hard. It's basically like you're watching a celebrity play one of those murder dinner games or like those games that you play that you get together with your friends and all that. In everybody's playing a character, and yeah. you gotta except in this case, who everyone knows what's going on except the guest. Okay. Yes, yes. Everybody, like, there are all these characters. There's, you know, the detective Terry. There's his uh, chief boss, who's actually his wife. They're getting a divorce. Um, so that plays into the stories a little bit. Um, then there's the uh, forensic analyst character and all the suspects and, you know, everything like that. The unfortunate thing is, is that it's not incredible. Okay, funny. well, I, I don't want to be that <laughs> was- guy, but... Will Arnett and Conan O'Brien are like not my style of comedy, so I was wondering, right, like, yeah. does the writing itself redeem it, or are they pretty much just playing themselves? And you can tell it's the same kind of style of comedy. I mean, the thing, yeah, Will Arnett, his character leans more into being irritating than funny, and then also the thing with, um, you know, improvised comedy. It can lend itself to being a little bit more dry if not like you have to wait for the next funny thing to happen mm-hmm. just randomly. It's not planned out. It's not, uh, you know, sometimes it just falls yeah. flat. Uh, and so that's unfortunate because I love this idea. I just wish that maybe it's less silly and more. <laughs> I, I, funny, I could see that. Are know? some, I mean, um, I assume because it's different guests, the quality like varies a bit more is there like yeah. at least one episode where you're like this would be like the standout one to watch i would say, actually i was i was just I, I would say like the last episode is probably my favorite it starred kevin or sorry ken jong he's that uh from the hangover guy. films <laughs> and like community yeah yeah, yeah. and i assume yeah. you could jump and, straight and, to you know, it i'm not like there is a little bit of a running um uh, you know, plot, I guess, his with you know the or... detective and his you know soon to be ex wife, and then also in the first episode, you are uh, given information that information that uh, Terry's old partner died like fifteen years prior. The murder has never been solved, and he's kind of obsessed with trying to figure out uh, how she died and all that. And the last episode is that uh, investigation where Ken Jeong has to figure out who killed, you know, her, his ex partner. Um, and so there is a little bit of that, but you can probably just jump in. It's really not going to hamper your understanding of the last Mm -hmm. episode too much. Um, I will say that it is probably the best one because, not because of Ken Jeong's style of comedy, but more like he just cannot stop laughing. (laughs) He gets so into this whole thing. You see, the other ones, sometimes they get a little too serious. Like, Sharon Stone was uh, also had an episode, and she's a little bit more on the serious side, and so was uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, they each have their moments they, like, where they are funny, 
but it kind of just doesn't feel like yeah, it's having fun Ken with it. Ken just was out there like having Ken a blast, and because of that, you Ken was you have a blast. The time of yeah. his life. Yeah, yeah, because he is actually laughing at the things that the detective says, even though they're not funny. He finds it <laughs> hilarious, so <laughs> he's he's having a great time, nice. and I love that. Um, so yeah, I would I would definitely watch the last episode if you're at all uh, interested. Sixty minutes, but, thirty um, minutes, like how long of a. No, yeah, each episode is okay, about half that's an hour. I, so. I feel like so often, like, 60 minutes has become, like, the default in shows these days. Even yeah. if, like, the length of a sh- show, like, doesn't <laughs> necessitate that. Like, it doesn't call for it. So, okay. Yeah, this type of show definitely does not need more than half an hour because of how it is. It's also very formulaic. Like, every single episode follows the same uh, process. Like, you know, you are introduced to the uh, celebrity guest uh he they like they go like there's been a murder like like there's a lot of like the repeated lines like uh that the characters will say and um then they'll go to the crime scene well they'll meet with the forensic analyst and they'll go through each of the clues that were left at the scene that the celebrity guest has to pay attention to as they then visit all three of the suspects um who all have some like some of them will have the same uh the circumstances where they do have those uh, evidence, like they do have some evidence that points to them possibly being the killer and all that, uh, but only one is like enough to convict and all that. And then once they do all that, there is a scene where all the suspects are brought together in one room. The celebrity guest chooses who the um, the killer was. The chief reappears and says, "You are one hundred percent." Okay, I was going to say, like, can they mess up? Can they guess wrong? I think half of the episodes they guess wrong. (laughs) But, and that makes it kind of fun too because you make your own decision on who you think it is and you can be right or wrong as well. There was most of the time I think I was correct, but there was also one time where I was like doubly wrong. Like, I got the wrong character and the celebrity guest got the wrong character. So. Yeah, um, and it's pretty fun, especially when it's only like half an hour long. I would definitely watch it if you have a specific uh, celebrity guest yeah, that you yeah. like the most. Like if you're like a big Marshawn Lynch fan, you're like, oh, like I, I love to see him be a goober or whatever. Oh, yeah, he was definitely a goober. He was pretty fun, too. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would. Eh, yeah, since it's on Netflix, give it a try. At least. I guess I hate to say this, but the last episode definitely. So yeah, that's nice, what I did this nice. week. That sounds like you said, fun in concept, and you could like think about it, like, oh, what if they got this person or did it differently? So even if it didn't have yeah, premise, I think it's actually, I think it's actually based on a different show made by the BBC. Um, I think it was like Murder and Successville or something about successful. I. I don't know how similar they are, but I did hear that's based on it. Okay. But yeah. Well, uh, I think we so, should just keep the back and forth going with our, you know, I kind of brought up Wordle a couple weeks ago. Just, you know. Kind of. I, now we're all obsessed know, with it. I was just Thanks like, oh, a it's a fun game. Like, it's hip, it's happening, we're cool. And uh, people don't know this, but every day... Every single day in the, the our Discord, it's lit up with Tony and Caroline. Uh, I, I don't put my <laughs> results in there, but everyone's playing Wordle. 
Why because don't you? Uh, I, I sometimes don't play at my like main computer that has access to Discord. So like, what do I do? Go back home and then like recreate what I thought I pr- put in? No. You see, I do the same thing. I will I will do it at work sometimes when I have like some time off. Um, but I will go into my email, oh, paste yeah. the results, to you and, and then, then access that email through okay. my cell phone. I mean, it's a bit of a roundabout way of doing I things, guess. but you know, I liked me and me and Cosmo have this rivalry you do. You going do. on. I feel like, and so, that's like, why I, I have to. Like, I am <laughs> not ever impressed that someone getting a word. Like, it, I'm not saying it's an easy game, but like most people should be getting the wordle. Not not to shame anyone, I but it's yeah, you yet. know me neither. So maybe I'm just talking from my high horse here. But Wordle is not meant to be a competitive game. It's oh you did it. How did you do? It? Oh that's cool. I was thinking this way. Like it's to promote discussion, and I love it. But Caroline and Tony have turned it into who can get it in the <laughs> fewest guesses. Often, yeah. And not only that, because sometimes we will have the same amount of guesses, but we will. I, I think we also kind of base it on how much did we have to go on in those guesses yeah, to get so the for final example, word. Example today, um, Tony's first guess nothing. Then he had two yellows and one green, so a pretty good second guess, and then he got it on the third. So that's that's a great showing. Good job. You got one yellow on your first guess. One green and one yellow on your second, but then also got it on your third. So you came, like, more from behind at the end to win. Yeah, because that yellow was the same letter that I did not know which place it was in. So I got a random green and I think the same yellow or, like, or uh, uh, the same letter exactly. in yellow so, twice. You know, it's so. <laughs> you two are just going at it. And it's very fun and amusing to watch you guys go at it and see, like, what pain I've inflicted upon the world but it's yeah. i'm still playing every day haven't failed i actually found a site that lets you go back and play all the past wordles and i've been trying to oh, interesting. like give myself a like a 30 second timer for each guess because normally it's easy to like put in your word and be like okay what, what's the best one how can i use and really like think it through but when you're under the gun when the clock is ticking you don't always have time so I've imposed extra difficulty to go through the past 200 Interesting. wordles. And it's been fun. Oh, my but God. So you see, Kosovo and I are competing. I'm you training, are training, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm refining my sword for the Wordle Olympics. And you guys come in all <laughs> feeling all beefy. Like, oh, we've, yes. been, we've been posting. We've been flexing. We've been peacocking our wordles around. And I've been sharpening my blade to <laughs> cut out your Achilles when no one. No, I'm kidding. But uh, it seems like both of us have not grown tired, but looked for uh, inversions and little twists on the Wordle formula to make things interesting. So I've been playing a game not very long, every now and then when I just want to mix things up, called Absurdal. Yes, I actually gave gotcha. this a try when nice, I saw this nice. on our list of so discussion pieces. So it is... The same game as Wordle. Um, you can find it at qntm.org, but and it's spelled A B S U R D L E, Absurdal. And it's the same exact rules as Wordle. You know, if a letter is green, it is in the correct place. If it is yellow, it is somewhere else in the word. The problem, well, I shouldn't say the problem. The point of it is uh, while Wordle, you have six attempts to guess the word of the day. 
absurdal, you get unlimited guesses. The only thing is the word isn't decided at the beginning and it will it will change the word on you. So you're trying to guess in as few guesses as possible. So eventually you'll get it, but it will, you know, make your guesses as least effective as possible. Like you always begin by not getting it because it it's just changing the word on you all the time. So you have to like corner it. It's like trying to catch a mouse. Like eventually you'll, you'll get it in the corner and you're good, but you have to figure out how you can take words away to get it in. The best score you could possibly get is four guesses. Okay, so I wasn't sure what this all meant. So if it tells you that a certain letter is correct, it has to stay that way, but they have to figure out a new so word to combat let's what say word you're trying to get. The word originally is water. And you guess okay. water. It will <laughs> it, it will say, nope, never mind, it wasn't water. And so you'll all, W-A-T-E-R, will all be black. And they'll be like, huh. So I'll, okay, I'll guess so the first round, I'll guess a word those... that doesn't have any of those letters. And say you guess, I can't even think off the top of my head, um, crutch. So none of the same. Okay. Oh, I guess there's a T in there. Um, crunch. I think that works. No, there's an R in there. <laughs> Whatever. That's just, it doesn't well, matter. Six letters. Uh, say it's crunch, and it's like, okay, there's an R in the second spot, and the word was crunch, it will then change the second word into a word, but still has R on the second spot. So it's constantly shifting what the word is based on what it has available to run. It's a little tricky to explain, but the rules (laughs) remain the same. Yeah, because I gave it a couple of tries. I think... I got it in six and gotcha. then in eight tries. Yeah, I've, I think the best I've gotten is five. Um, so I wasn't sure. I, I haven't been able to get less. I wasn't sure if it. I wasn't sure if it was like constantly changing the word or if you would know when the word it's, got changed. It's changing or it every time you guess. So it's right, every okay. time it it you know you guess and it's like okay it's none of those so it makes a whole set of words that contain none of the letters you've guessed. And every time you guess subsequently, it will see what can it get away with changing without violating the rules. And it's not as okay. fun as like a community game, but it is just a different way to play. And it's kind of something. I'm curious about what one you discovered, though. Okay, so I was just going through Facebook and I noticed that one of my uh, Facebook friends was uh, doing this wordle version every day and it is called sweardle where every like the word that you're trying to get not technically a swear based on today's word of the day but um you know just ruder kind of words there are four letter or four letter words instead of five and you have to get it in four chances instead Mm -hmm. of six um so it's on a smaller scale and a lot less words to pick from um, but you know, it, it's I prefer regular Wordle over Swerdle, but um, I figured since you were talking about Absurdle, that I would throw it in here. You want to give it a try? Uh, sure. Though I was immediately just I, so I just opened it and I started playing around, and it does allow you to enter any word. So I yeah. entered because I wanted to see like, oh, is like damn considered a swear word. But so I put in jump, a very inoffensive word, if I do say so myself. And I got 
the U is green and everything else is gray. So you could guess any word possible, but... Um, yeah, but the word of the day is something that is a little... Again, not not necessarily a swear word, but uh, uh, not as clean. Uh, I don't know, even though it's, it's just not as nice a word, uh, I guess. Okay, and it doesn't let you guess past words. Reuse. Gotcha. Yes, it won't let you reuse letters. Interesting. Um, also, a lot harder to think of words. Well, it's because it I like I want to think of uh, naughty words, but like. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like saying the F word is too predictable. Easy. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know enough of bad words. <laughs> Me too. That's why I found it so hard. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. This yeah, is tough. I know. This is really. But, I mean. I could tell you what it is uh, if you want to. Let me let me fail really quick because I was I was testing it first. So I first okay. I guess swag, then I guess jump, then I guess rude. Swag. Uh, no, I'm just gonna send it. I'm just nope. It was but. <laughs> it was but. Let's hold on a second. Yeah. So the sweary word guessing what? game. You have one four letter swear word to guess. I mean, I I wouldn't call but a swear word. <laughs> that's what I that's what I thought when I was doing the game too. I'm like, uh, I don't like this one as much as it's, uh, Wordle. Yeah, but, it's you know less. You know, there's not a dictionary of appropriate. I mean, I guess if you say "but" in second grade and like, I don't know, snigger after saying it, like then you might be in trouble. But I, I think it's fine. Even the creators of this game just don't have a lot of words that they can go off of and make it work. So they have to be pretty general true, true. with how quote unquote rude I, it I is. I guess it's not the end of the world to be upset about this <laughs> swirdle. Not, not the end of the no, wordle. It's not. That was. Uh, I feel like I want to call it swirdle. <laughs> Instead of the swirdle. Swerd- but it's, it's supposed to be a swear. Swear. I think it would just make more well, sense. Well, it does. Swirdle. That's how, but like, it Even doesn't it have the same like. U R O R, like, feel to it, like absurdle or wordle, and it sounds like you're giving someone a, a swirly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's let's class this up a little bit with. Um, I read another book, actually a play. You read books even I know, more now. I know, I know, and uh, I just I did play a video game too. I guess I did beat Demon Souls. On the PlayStation 5, which I think I've talked about before, but I, now that I have my own PS5, I got my own version of Demon Souls, which is obviously the first game that came out in like the Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro, From Software Games lineage. It was kind of the game that spawned everything, but it came out on the PS3 and nobody played it. And now that that whole series is popular, they're like, hmm. Maybe we should re-release this uh, and charge people lots of money for it. And I'm a sucker, and I bought it. So that's a great uh, idea. I replayed it, and <laughs> it uh, is nice, and it's very pretty in a disgusting, dingy, grimy, violent, gory kind of way. But nice. The, the biggest complaint I have with this game is still by far there's these like cool, like repost, like brutal kill animations. So if you, like, sneak up behind someone and attack them, or you, like, block their attack with, like, a a parry move, 
and then attack them. Like, it does a super crunchy, satisfying, like, way to kill them. And it usually is an insta-kill, and you're like, yeah, I'm good at gaming. The annoying thing is, especially on, like, the easier levels, it's very easy to do these things. Um, And so if you're a good player, you can just do these death animations a bunch because it's just efficient. The problem is the the time it takes to do this animation is so long that it's unrewarding. Because you could just, like, go up ah. to this level one enemy, bop them on the head twice, bap, bap, and then they die and you're good to go. <laughs> or, you know, they attack you, you do a slick move, and you do an insta-kill thing, and then you have to, like, yawn and wait as there's, like, a five-second animation as your guy goes, ah, 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 and you're doing that over and over and over. <laughs> so, like, it doesn't incentivize me to do this mechanic because I'm just too bored to wait for the same animation every time. So, that, that's the only thing that grinds my gears. And it, it makes me mad and it makes me sad. And someone should mod it so it, it's, like, two seconds long and you can just be on your merry way. But besides that, still a fun game. Still, you know difficult and unfair sometimes and it's a bunch of fun and uh, anyway reading wise i read a play called the importance of being earnest um classic by oscar wilde who i think we've all like heard about i just haven't gotten around to reading any of his stuff have you uh dabbled with any of his works no i i, I like you i knew who he was but i didn't I had no idea what he wrote <laughs> Yeah, so Oscar Wilde, obviously, a super important poet and playwright from, like, the late 1800s. Um, He did, like, The Picture of Dorian Gray. He kind of just had a huge, like, impact on aestheticism and just how comedy worked, especially in the British circles. And this is another one of his famous plays called The Importance of Being Earnest, in which a... Uh, a nice a nice young man who, you know, sometimes just it just, it's, it just gets burdened with the obligations of society and being an upstanding citizen. Just wants to escape out into the countryside and kind of play an alter ego person. So in the city, he goes okay. by Ernest, which is his like. Hey, I'm a globe-trotting, hip-hopping young bachelor, whereas his real like country name is Jack. And of course, in the city, you know, where he goes by the pseudonym, he meets uh, a, a lovely lady who's like, "Oh my goodness, I just love you so much because of your name, Ernest." Like, really, a man being called Ernest is really the pinnacle that all men should ascribe to. And I couldn't possibly That's, be in yeah. love with anyone who's not called Ernest. That would be downright frivolous and shameful of me. I mean, I'm, for one, whenever I'm looking at <laughs> dating apps, like, I will exactly. only swipe I right mean, on somebody named Ernest. Like, nobody else. <laughs> that should be a filter, but I cannot find a filter it's anywhere like you can on these apps. filter their political affiliation, their religious preferences. You know, like, oh, Just let me know if your name is Ernest or not. I don't care. Uh, and it turns out quite a lot of the ladies in this world have an, uh, an affinity for the name Ernest for That's for so a bunch dumb. of like comical reasons that they <laughs> go on about. Okay, so it's it's, it, it's comical. Not everything is tongue in cheek. Like 
there's so many quotes okay. about like someone like about is about to go on a trip and they're like, ah, I will take my diary. I never travel without my diary. One should always have something sensational to read when traveling. Or, you know, it's just like a ton of like sly, clever little quips. And it's all obviously, you know, the whole concept of uh, finding value in like in unimportant things. But because society has it like as the trendy thing makes it just as shallow as it ever was. And it's still, you know, it came out in 1895 and, you know, over a century later, it still holds up. A lot of the, the dialogue still is like as sharp and witty. Like it doesn't feel dated. Obviously, some of the words they use and references are a bit older, but like you could watch a play of this or go see it or read it and be like, yeah, it's still, it still slaps. It's still pretty funny. And <laughs> you know, I wouldn't expect that kind of humor to be so old, you know? I feel like that's a very modern type well, it, of humor. It's like, oh my god, your name's it's, Ernest? Yeah, it's, I mean, that's kind of why Oscar Wilde kind of has persisted in the modern era. Like, just the kind of comedy he, you know, helped usher in still remains fresh and inviting. And it's just very contemporary. Like, it feels simultaneously old and new at the same time. And it just, it's pretty funny. And there's a lot of, you know, comments about the uh, exchange and kind of relationship and roles between men and women. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but we we come to find out, and this guy will say, like, it's a terrible thing for a man to find out suddenly that all his life he's been speaking nothing but the truth. Can you forgive me? Like, there's just a bunch of stuff that is, haha, it's, it's, it's wacky. It's silly. But it's it's pretty fun and it doesn't take very long to read. I I have no idea how long the play would be. I've never seen the play. I I know there's a bunch of like audio recordings that could probably capture the same elements to it. So uh, yeah, I would recommend it. I haven't read like I said a lot of Oscar Wilde's works, but this was a pretty good first uh, entry point. So I enjoyed it. Bunch of normie, oh, that's good. Uh, <laughs> normie core stuff, but I like. It. <laughs> the only time that I've read a play in like a book format uh, would be when I've read *The Cursed Child* from the uh, Harry Potter. Did you read like any series. Shakespeare? No, I don't. Yeah, like but speak did Shakespeare you read it in um, like school? But, oh, I oh okay. So I maybe like in high school read you know yeah, Romeo and okay. Juliet. Um, but other than that, I, I don't really read, I, 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 I mean, I'm not either, you know, there's a difference between reading a play where it's like, uh, person A enters the, sc- the stage. It doesn't read like that. It reads like a, a Shakespeare thing where it's the characters and it just so happens to be, it can be adapted for the stage. But how was reading? I'm curious now. Cause I've obviously haven't read it. The Harry Potter cursed child stuff. It's horrible. <laughs> you just don't like the plays, I think. No, no, I like, love plays. Written out, though. This book, I freaking loved Harry Potter when I was, you know, reading the books and like, oh, I was big, big, yeah. big into Harry Potter. Not like a, a ton now, but I still have a, it has a special place in my heart. So when the uh, sequel book from J.K. Rowling was coming out. I was like, yes, I'm going to read this. I'm going to see what happens after the last book of Harry Potter. And it kind of follows 
uh, Harry Potter's kids and Hogwarts and all that. But, oh, <laughs> my God. It's like the worst fan fiction oh. you've ever read. And it's by the freaking me. It's, it's by her. It's by yeah, the person who J- wrote the Harry Rowling. Potter series yeah. herself. What, what, what a fall from oh, grace. Oh, man, you know? it's so... <laughs> Well, there's a lot yeah, of reasons, yeah. reasons it's why not she has just fallen her from grace to write a good play. Says the person, yeah. to be fair, who has never read it, who has never watched the play, who have not seen. I think I watched one of the Fantastic Beasts movie. I saw the first one, and I wasn't I, even a huge I, I fan of it. That's why I haven't one. seen the. Uh, yeah. Oh, what house are you? But, um, so, or sorry, I, I don't want to enter. Uh, any more thoughts on the? <laughs> the play and why it's I bad. mean, I, it's been a very long time since I read it, and I would be very upset if I, I would be very upset if I remember again. what I read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, I, sometimes I will get into certain places of the internet where people are talking about just how absurd it was. Um, like, there are several things that happen in it. I, I feel like I would, I would talk about them, but if. I don't, I, I don't know. It's that whole thing with uh, spoil, spoiling things, but it's been out for a very long time, and I don't think anybody who really cares about it cares anymore. Um, based, I mean, you Actually, I can't even really talk about it because you have, would have no idea what I'm talking about because they changed. <laughs> I don't know. I just um, want to hear about how upset you they are went- because it will make me feel less bad about not even <laughs> giving it the time of day. Yeah, I guess. Uh, it's to try to explain it. Basically, the child of Harry Potter becomes friends with the child of Draco Malfoy, his rival, which in itself this is not a horrible This sounds already deep uh, into thing. fanfic territory. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I think it would have been, um, It's not. that's not an unnatural thing to happen. That I No, it's not of. absurd, but it just sounds um, like a fanfic. Yeah, but the thing is that Harry Potter's kid gets sorted into Slytherin, which is kind of like a whoa- that was the first whoa moment of the book, many more to come. Um, <laughs> then uh, we find out that Voldemort might have had a child, and that child might have been Draco-, uh, Draco Malfoy's child, and they're just pretending that it's his. Um, which is like, hell no, Voldemort would never procreate with a human woman. She, he would never. Have, like, and that is an absolute certainty that he would but ever do that. But what if it was someone um, being in their animal form and then the big trick? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. I, I don't, it I'm doesn't make sense. I'm implying that Voldemort really has sex with animals. Um, is what, that's what I'm getting at. Okay, you know, I feel like he is more likely to have sex with an that's, animal that's than with a human. What, that's that's what my I'm assumption. Back to the fanfic board, boys. <laughs> back to the fanfics. Um, <laughs> so, like, the, the rumor is, is that this kid is his child, whatever. It's not proven, but that's the rumor. And then, for reasons I can't remember, they go, like, <laughs> Harry Potter's kid and Draco Malfoy's kid go back in time, prevent one of the characters from the Harry Potter series from dying, and then that character in the future becomes evil, and it's like this whole clusterfuck of just horrible, weird, and just stupid plot developments that make no sense. Thanks, really I hate doesn't. it already. And that is, <laughs> yeah, you should. And I don't I don't think I've ever met a single person who has enjoyed The Cursed Child. I know of a couple people who went to see it 
at, like on stage, which I mean, I guess with like production values and all that and seeing magic happen on stage and all that might be pretty fun, but not with this story. I, uh, yeah, this is so bad. So. Anywho, what were what, we talking about? Real quick before we <laughs> head out, because this has been a very, very fun hobby addicts, if I do say so myself. What point did you know that it was bad? And what point did you say, I should stop reading this? And then why didn't you? Well, they bring up the Voldemort's child plot point pretty mm-hmm. early in the book. So I would say and that you were point still like, maybe there's the a chance. Throw it across the I room. I don't want to be too hard on yeah. it. I want to give it, you know, it's due diligence. and. From what I can remember, I didn't absolutely hate it when I read it. But it, the feelings kind of festered after that, you know? I mean, I didn't like it when I read it, but... I feel like I got a little more like, what? Why? Why did they do the that? The more upset with you, and you just wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat. It's like, why? Why did Voldemort have a child? <laughs> Honestly, I can probably you could probably make a game out of this. Like, try to figure out what actually what is quote unquote canon based on J.K. Rowling's writings. What is canon and what is not? And you would have a very difficult time playing that game with this book being considered canon. Some. Some fans will say that it's definitely not, even if it's written I, I don't by think her they get to because say of that. how absurd it is. <laughs> no, there's like a, there's a whole discussion saying that like, listen, this cannot be considered canon because they rewrite things that happened in the original books. Uh, uh so tough shit, like, my dude. Original author, you can't you can't block their intent. <laughs> no, but we can if it's ruining our mental <laughs> health. Fair, fair enough. Well. <laughs> With that, uh, feel free to block this podcast if we're ruining your mental health. But hopefully you had a fun time. Hopefully you check out Murderville, uh, if that sounds interesting. Maybe read a a damn book if you uh, feel so inclined. Yeah. Oh, but that killed Mitsugi. Listen, I think our our audience members, we can risk it with them. They're uh, they're smart cookies. Uh, And post your wordles in the Discord so uh, Caroline can uh, style on you. And uh, she's so good at guessing. I don't know how she does it. And we'll see you guys in the next one. See you in 298. Oh, my goodness. We're almost at 300. And next week is the Super Bowl. Indeed. So maybe we'll record earlier. We'll we'll see see what what happens. happens. Maybe we got to figure that out. But thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, I can't top that. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.